Uh, I'll have to edit this, but hello and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast, The Secret Chat, where three close friends gather on the mic to discuss a topic of their choosing. I am here with, you can say your names. Matt Zomerton. Yeah, we can hear with Matt and Amr. Uh, so we each brought a topic to discuss. Um, I guess we can just jump right into it. Does anyone want to go first? All right, well, um, I'll go ahead first. My topic of choice today is uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing. The, wor- oh, the, worldwide, wow. the worldwide phenomenon. So what is, what is Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is a game on the Nintendo Switch, the best game. It's where you, a self-made character playing right now, go to an island created by Nook Industries, owned by Tom Nook, and he enslaves you into working and building this island for him. Is Tom Nook the one that I keep seeing all these memes about? Yes, he is the memer. (laughs) Does that mean Nintendo is promoting slavery? Yeah. Um, what do you think about what are your what is your take on that? I wouldn't I wouldn't say slavery, but you they give you plenty of money to get started. Well, they give you this gigantic island, and basically you have to scrap it yourself and mold it into what you want. And so, basically, you start out with a little tent, and then Tom's like, "All right, it's about time to build a house. I'm gonna pull out a big, nice hundred thousand bell loan for you." Right, and so. I mean- Go ahead. So, it's, I mean, this is not slavery, then. It, you're, I mean, if you get an island and it's like, like a bunch of money, with extra I mean, steps. yeah, definitely, I mean, definitely with extra steps, like indentured servitude, basically. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, like you if know, you get, like housing, I could live with food. that. Like, if I don't have to worry about money, I mean, that's cool with me. You definitely yeah, do I mean, not wor- cool have to worry about money. It's it's a low maintenance loan, okay. pretty much, and so it's, basically it's, you can fish you can collect fruit and grow trees and dig up fossils which is digging up the fossils is my favorite part because um blathers he's an owl that owns the uh, museum pretty funny you just walk in and he'll you'll scare him because he sleeps during the day because he's an owl he'll go whoo when you wake (laughs) him up and He's um just asked like what you up to today? You got any fossils for me to um appraise? And every time I give him the fossils because I'm a good guy. And after you bones. get a, after after you get a certain amount of fossils, you can donate fish and you can also donate insects. And after a while, you know you start gathering something pretty tremendous. And he builds a whole museum. Like this museum is ginormous and you put on display every single thing you've caught and it's very interesting and if you find a fossil you've already found so so i've you know i've i've seen a lot of my friends been playing animal crossing what is the point of the game yeah, like, what are you, what are you trying to do here? like the, the end goal why is, do you play my end goal is to build a community of people that i can and a community around this island and then hopefully share my island once it gets to a a nice size to my friends so you can customize and other people can visit your island yes it is a very low maintenance game it's i would um compare it to stardew valley in a sense well i that's the thing i i, I see i think i've asked this before but what the, what's the difference between stardew valley and animal crossing animal crossing is i'd say 
there's more to do in and i i don't i actually i take that back i don't know if there's more to do like in stardew valley you can mine you can grow more plants and whatnot and create a big old farm and there's a little more of a story there's definitely more to do in Stardew. Thank you, Bird Dog Six, for yeah, watching. We have a viewer, Bird Dog Six, one of our moderators. <laughs> yes, I think he said I'd say there's more to do in Stardew. There's definitely more. The I know, like I've heard, I've heard a lot of people just. I've, get... I've heard, I've heard that uh, there's more variety of things you can do in Animal Crossing, but if you're talking about like, I mean, in Stardew Valley, you're just building a farm, but. You can do a lot more with that farm, you know. You yeah, go and get resources. And, yeah, and you know, I mean, I guess that could be seen as a positive or a negative, depending if you want to build a farm or if you want to build a, an island. So, and I mean, I, I can you farm in in um, Animal Crossing? You cannot, as far as I know. I mean, oh, that's I, a big I'm, difference. I'm a I'm a good, I'd say two weeks in. I I play just about every day and every morning. And the closest I have to farming is the stonks. <laughs> the stonks. The st- so cash crops. You can so once you play for a few days, I'd say. Well, the first Sunday that you, this woman arrives carrying some turnips, and Mother. you can buy you can buy these turnips and exchange. It's basically like a stock stonk stock market stock market. <laughs> And you can sell these turnips for different amounts of money each day. Like, I bought turnips for 99 bells. The currency currency. is a bell. The currency is a bell. I bought, bought, I'd say, 120,000 bells worth of turnips. So So you like turnips? You're like the Warren Buffett of, of turnips. I, I've seen people flipping these turnips for a lot more. Personally, I haven't had that much luck. I'm looking to make a nice profit, but I don't know what's going to think- happen. Like today, today I got on, and my turnips were worth only sixty bells each, and I'm, I'm I can't do anything with that. Do you think if you if you put all this effort into like say the stock market, you could actually make some? Some real money instead of turnips. I think so. There's plenty of room for profit here. Hmm. Is there is there like a real life market like in RuneScape? Is a there's not there's okay. not because it's it's like a job in Venezuela to just play RuneScape and get gold. <laughs> you have the fucking sweatshops yeah. with yeah. with um <laughs> the... like when the power went out in Venezuela, literally the they had a GDP crisis like went down. <laughs> No, I, I, this is a very low maintenance game. Like Bird Dog Six, our moderator, he came to my island once, and you can trade and purchase other items for your friends. And I could either even go to Bird Dog Six Island and sell my uh, stalks, so my turnips. So, right. oh, interesting. Okay, but um, very low maintenance. I'd say Animal Crossing has more um customization. You can you can change the landscape of your island you can build bridges and waterways and is this like a game like like a clash game where you have to come back to it and wait for your stuff or do you like, so you, you do play it for te- hours on end you you can play it for hours on end but i you you run out of stuff to do like you'll have to come back the next day and your trees will 
bear new fruits and there will be more weeds to to pick at and more rocks to break to get iron ore and rocks to make tools and whatnot. Is it is it pretty addicting? Because I know like some people, like people that never played video games, <laughs> play Stardew Valley yep. and they just get addicted. I was about to say there. I've seen a lot of people since the coronavirus came about. They purchase switches and Animal Crossing, and it's actually a problem. <laughs> Best Buy, Walmart, Target—they're all sold out of Nintendo switches and Animal Crossing for home delivery and Amazon. Problem. That's a big, big problem. I this mean, is, you know, how are we gonna? How are we gonna progress this is as a society? Than Corona, honestly, this is this is the biggest problem we're facing right now is the lack Gamers, of Stardew like or a lack of um uh, Animal Crossing and switches in the major stores. You know, how are we going to to live with ourselves? Right. The I don't understand. I mean, what do they expect? Free Animal Crossing copies. Screw food stamps. We need Animal Crossing copies for free. I need my turnips now. and Animal yeah. Crossing, man, right now. Okay. I'm just. You may be joking about this, but you are missing out on Animal off. Crossing, Philip. I highly recommend you investing in a copy. Okay. Maybe, maybe even taking um. Bird Dog Six's copy, your moderator, and dare I say, brother, <laughs> you take his copy and you give it a shot. Okay, I see. Can I come grief your world? You cannot grief my world. There's no griefing to be done. So it's like a friendly game. I mean, I would go to war with the other islands and try to take them over. That's what I would do. It is not like Hearts okay. of Iron Four. It is not <laughs> like that. I would nuke them. <laughs> You cannot nuke Animal Crossing. There nice are some out. characters. Yeah, I would plant weeds on your island everywhere. <laughs> that's the that, economy. Now that, you do now that, that, is that like griefing? Planting weeds on other people's islands? I've never experienced any form of griefing, but I would say the weeds would, are the most annoying part of the daily routine. Can you go on other people's, like, um,. Do people have like worlds that are open with like twenty, thirty people on it, and everyone's just like doing? I have not experienced anything like that, like Minecraft servers sort of, where you just go to a yeah. Is there any like like model islands that people all like just look at? No, there's not. So it's kind of just like on your friends list. Eight is the max. uh, Bird dog said. So you can have a group of eight on an island, I guess, and but. It's this one person's island, and you can have, I guess, seven visitors, or is it eight? I'm not quite sure, but... How do you talk to I've people, s- though, when you're in it? There's a... I think there's a Nintendo app that you can download to your phone and chat through that. And also, there's just, like, a little bubble above your head when you that you can chat in-game, text chat. Okay. Is it, like, uh, moderated at all? Can you just say whatever comes to mind? Um, I am not quite sure. So, so wait, is eight max per person or yeah. eight max total? Total, total because, on the on what do you mean per person. What yeah. is that? Weeds? Well, no, for pe- what? what? No, for people on the island. For people on the island. Oh well, then I would just get I would just get eight counts. Yeah. And plant a bunch of weeds, and oh, like get, destroy your island. Start botting in Animal Crossing. Yeah, I mean that 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 would be my my enjoyment of the game. Interesting, interesting Amr. take. <laughs> I I don't know about that one, Almer. <laughs> but regardless, my island is starting to grow. I'm about to be able to be able to 
change the landscape and move around the houses I, and potentially build roads. And I'm oh, very wow. excited for that. The roads of Rome. Mm, but I have a heavy debt. I have a 225,000 bell debt to Tom Newt for a He's going to come after you. Yeah, he might try to kill, kill you. your family. <laughs> Honestly, your family I would first. not be surprised. He'll make you suffer. He's a, he's a madman. Yeah. I heard not just you, but I, I, I did hear a story of, dare I say, someone owed him a large debt and they went missing. That, that's what well, I heard. Well, well, can you elaborate on this? I have a two hundred twenty-five thousand dollar dollar bill debt for the bridge, is and then I have fifty. Wait, what? How much? Two hundred twenty-five thousand bills. How much is like? What's the ratio to a dollar? I I can't. I'd can say you buy more bells with real money. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. There's no. There's that's no. Good. Yeah, that's good. Currency system outside of the world of Animal Crossing. You pay your flat rate of $60 for the game, and that's the last of the money that you spend. Good on Nintendo. I'm sure people would definitely dump money into that game if they could. Yeah, for sure. They definitely would. There'd be like $100 for a million bells. People would eat that up. They would yeah. definitely eat that up. Good on Nintendo. But, but good on Nintendo for creating a game that promotes patience like of course you have the people that are gonna move their time on their nintendos and mm. play endlessly for multiple hours hours upon hours on the day and there's probably people out here that are already in 2021 i mean <laughs> maybe they're in a better time right now maybe there's no corona but for my sake i'm going to stay on april the 15th and progress good. daily. Slow on you then. Good for you, man. Now, I'm a slow player, so I've not progressed as far as other players, but I hope to reach a beautiful island one day. Wow. Fascinating. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I highly recommend this game to everyone uh, of all you, ages. Out of uh, how many bells of 10 would you give it? Bells out of 10? I'd say. Nine out of ten bells. Nine out, Nine of, out of ten bells. Wow. wow. Nine out of ten bells. That's really good. Okay, so uh, moving on to the next topic. Amr, would you like to go? I will go. Um, my topic is the Dancing Plague of 1518. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with this at all. Uh, okay, I'll just, I don't know if I'm talk about it. The Dancing Plague uh, or Dance Epidemic of 1518 was a case of dancing mania that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace modern-day France, in the Holy Roman Empire in July 1518. Somewhere between 50 and 400 people took to dancing for days, and they, they essentially died after... They, they could not stop dancing, and they, they would just flat-out flat fall dead on the streets. Remember the episode of Community? Where... Was uh, it the day. I think so. The Were dancing they, competition? Yeah, the dancing competition. They just had to keep dancing and dancing and dancing. Yes, yes, I do. Sunny has an episode like that. Too. Yeah, I think maybe it was Sunny. I don't know. Where we have to wait, wear like the the keg on them on their Yes, the shoulders. keg, the keg. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> it's kind of similar to that. <laughs> but um, was is there a winner or is it just a, a, a this is a plague? I mean, people yeah, died. People yes. died. This is real. What? And they don't know. They don't know exactly what happened. 
they the, the the story is the historical sources agree that there was an outbreak of dancing after a single woman started dancing a group of mostly young women joined in and the dancing did not seem to die down it lasted for such a long time that it att attracted the attention of the Strasbourg magistrate and bishop um the doctors ultimately intervened they put them into the hospitals but they could not they could not get them from to stop moving and they would just die for no reason they don't know why um what, what it, kind of dance do you think they were doing? Like they were just nanaing for hours. I don't know, man. It, it, it's like, like there's. I mean, in the streets, there's between fifty to four hundred people at a time, and what? they would just fall down on the ground and die. <laughs> just, just imagine. The, just imagine that amount of people just doing like a TikTok or Fortnite dance. <laughs> 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 it's like it's TikTok fifteen eighteen. Yeah, like renegade, 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 renegade. renegade. Until like you die, challenge. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, some of the theories. It's pretty interesting. Uh, include food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive chemical products of the ergot fungi. And if you're familiar with that, it grows wow. on grains in the wheat family and used for breaking baking bread. And it's also the main psychoactive uh, component of LSD. Ooh, ah. interesting. However, they have not been able to confirm this. The same fungus has also been implicated in other major historical anomalies like the Salem Witch Trials. Um, ah, I, I do know the Salem Witch but Trials. But some, some scholars have, have said that this theory does not seem tenable. Uh, it's unlikely that this would cause them to dance for days. And, I mean, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with him, but... Again, we don't we don't really know what happened. Do you think uh, I mean, they could have mistaken the dance, like the dancing, for like they were actually just having seizures or something. I don't know, like but a I mean, stroke like, or something. I mean, there was there was massive groups of people. I mean, fifty to four hundred groups of people. This like, happened like a in multiple places. It happened along. Um, it happened. Every outbreak occurred along the Rhine and Moselle rivers. They're linked by water, but completely different climates and crops, and you know, so that theory doesn't really hold water. Um, some oh. people think it was just psychosis. Wait, um, do you think it is possible that they ingested some of this and maybe ended up tripping endlessly? Yeah, everyone that's in town what, was That's just what somebody tripping. thinks, but yeah. um, first of all, it, it's like it only grows in one area, and right. is it, is, the and water is shared, but. Okay. Someone poisoned the water. Their climates supply. and their crops are completely different. Uh, wait, does it grow around that area? Only in only in the first area. And but how after many that, did it spread at all? There was. Um, let me see. Do you think trading could have caused this? It's possible. So, wait, this I mean, was like they, right after the plague, right? Wasn't the plague in the 1400s or the third? Yeah. Uh, when was the plague? Thing. Uh, 1300s, 1300s, mid 1300s. Okay, so it, was, it was a while after. Yeah, but it's just so it's so bizarre. It like we don't really, bizarre. we don't really know what what happened, why they did it. Yeah, could you uh, imagine just like a historian finding some text dating back to the 1500s, and and it's like we were just you know in the town square and everyone started dancing he's like is someone trolling me right now like what is this what does this mean some some people some people think that um i mean yeah that sounds ridiculous but some people think that because of how much stress they were under during that time like this was a very bad time for that region of the middle age during the middle ages that 
they must have just gone crazy because of all the stress. You know, they turn into they go into psychosis and just lose their minds. So interesting. Th- there's no real explanation for this. We we don't know what what happened. And it spread. I mean, it, it spread. It spread like a virus. I mean, it spread like a disease. Like one person would start dancing, and then suddenly somebody would join in, and they couldn't control it. Like, like they would just spread. This sounds like a movie. Happy. Yeah. Like, like it's, it sounds like something that is. I mean, you find in a movie or a TV yeah, show yeah. or something. Like it doesn't it's sound real. Life, yeah. yeah. Like, so, why am I dancing? Why am I dancing? dancing and you're just, you're just dancing. And then somebody else is like, "Do you know why you're dancing? I don't know, no, man. Don't I'm know. just They're dancing." Just, like doing like the Fresh Prince dance, or like <laughs> ah, their leg just starts to tap. Like they're tapping their leg. They're like, "Oh no, I think I got it." And then you know they start shaking you see their a head big a little old bit. smile. Yeah, and they're like. Do you hear music? I hear music. And when it starts dancing. Very interesting. I'd like to hear more about this. If yeah, you could find... uh, there's a couple more outbreaks. So it occurred in the 7th... The earliest known outbreak was the 7th century and occurred many times across Europe until about the 17th century when it stopped abruptly. They couldn't find any more evidence of that after the 1700s. Um... Further outbreaks occurred during the 13th century, uh, which a large group of children traveling from Erfurt to Arnstadt, about 20 kilometers, 12 miles, uh, jumping and dancing along the way. They died when they arrived. <laughs> they just died. So, they just so they died. Just, when the they arrived or from exhaustion? They died like, or like, just... Yeah, like, I, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know why they wow. just... They just found a group of dead children. <laughs> They're like hmm, people these, said they saw them dancing and definitely been dancing. Yeah, I mean, and then there was an outbreak all across Germany. Started in Aachen, spread it to Cologne, Flanders, Franconia. Oh, this is Anouille, serious. Tungura, Utrecht, like Netherlands too, Luxembourg, Italy. This is like a sick joke by God or something. And it, it's so weird because, I mean, after after the the. 1700s, it just stopped. They've never, they've never seen it again. Um, outbreaks of the the mania did the dancing mania did vary. Uh, generally, occurred in times of hardship, so like you know when they were under a lot of stress. So that's why people think that it was caused by just psychosis. Uh, up to tens of thousands of people would appear to dance for hours, days, weeks, and even months. I mean, that's ridiculous. Months upon end. What the? I'd I just, I'd want to die if I was dancing for months. Just end it, please. Yes. And what is certain life. is, however, is that the dancers seem to be in a state of unconsciousness and unable to control themselves. Oh, so they weren't like even in reality. They weren't lucid. They were just. I was they were about just. To say they they couldn't eat or drink or anything while dancing. Whoa. I don't know, man. It's weird. Um, there's another theory that called uh tarantism where victims were said to be poisoned by a tarantula or a scorpion the only antidote was was to dance the only antidote known was to dance to a particular music to separate the venom from the blood it only occurred in the summer months was it like the uh, tune you play to make a snake dance i don't know <laughs> probably <laughs> a snake charmer yeah you'd be kind of you do you lure the venom out of your blood by <laughs> getting it to dance and you take it out um, but it was, I mean, it's very, very weird. 
some people would join their friends even if if they weren't poisoned by the by the tarantula. <laughs> They're just like, hey, you're dancing. Let's just dance. They're like, yeah. wait, are you even here? He's like collapses and dies. He's like, oh wait, what? <laughs> And um, there was a religious connection to this as well. Uh, in 1374, a couple decades after the Black Death, uh, the, the dancers were treated in a similar fashion that the people infected the plague were. They were isolated uh, and uh, had exorcisms performed on them. They believed that the dancing was a curse brought about by Saint Vitus. They responded by praying, making pilgrimage to places dedicated to this to saint. Um, people also believed Saint John the Baptist caused the dancing. Others claimed to believe, be possessed by demons or Satan. That's why they performed exorcisms. Yeah, it was. I mean, is ridiculous. Have I not heard of this? I don't know, man. It's it's. I literally just was browsing today and I saw it and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Huh. Um, other people think it's it's caused by encephalitis, epilepsy, like seizures, like you said, yeah. uh, or uh, typhus fever. And, you know, that, that spreads from person to person, so it would it would make sense that um, that it would cause this. You know, they, they, they lose their minds, they their brain starts to decay, they're undiagnosed. And it spreads from person to person because typhus fever is contagious. Um, another another theory is that all of these were staged and it's just fake, which is I mean that's so also just interesting. Fake a huge plague. Yeah, it's interesting, but I mean it was spread around Europe, like all across Europe. People have found different different places with different independent accounts that match exactly to what the original outbreak had, and all of the other ones. They all sound very, very similar. But I mean, what what is certain is that these participants were psychologically disturbed. Um, they were not in their correct state of mind whatsoever. But the true reason for this is not really known. Interesting. You think you could reach out to someone and maybe talk to a scientist or someone about this and see what they have to think? Maybe yeah, let's get a guest on the podcast. A guest? Can we bring your um, psychology teach professor, maybe, Amr? Yeah. The one, the one that was uh, my psychology the teacher, my psychology professor um, with the side job at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, can only read off a uh, PowerPoint slide, so we'd have to give her the information, and then she would just read yeah, it back yeah. to us. Okay. But I mean, you know, if that would help you, then I guess I could hit her up. Fair enough. Well, fair I appreciate enough. the offer. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what the reason is for this, but it is very, very weird. What was it called again? Dancing mania. Dancing mania. Or the dancing plague. Yeah. Wow. So, Philip, what, uh, like what the, topic? Sorry, uh, I wonder what the Go longest uh, t time someone danced for. Like, what was the record? Yeah, like, <laughs> like the did record? they dance upon end yeah. for like years? Maybe a month and a half or something. Yeah, like, and I mean, then like Ben was like, "Hey, I heard uh, Tom over here just beat the record by uh, like a day. I think I'm gonna go for it." Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! I gotta beat it. Fuck yeah. out of here. 
Okay, this so is my record to win. Uh, is that is that pretty much everything you got? That pretty much sums it up. Move on to your topic. Okay. Uh, what topic do you have for us today, Philip? All right. So uh, obviously you've probably heard this story, but I want you to close your eyes and imagine you are uh, a soldier during World War One, right? You're in a okay. small French town, and you're exhausted. You're hungry. You may just have. A little bit of PTSD mixed in there. Uh, you're just walking through this empty town. There's rubble all around you. And then in your line of sight, you see a, a weary, weary German soldier, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a rifle. And you could shoot him easily. You're like, okay, this is, this is I'm going to die right here. This is it, you know. But he doesn't, he doesn't raise his rifle. He doesn't shoot you. And you just let him pass. And I think you've, you've heard this before, but that German soldier that... Uh, the British man did not shoot was Adolf Hitler. Oh, holy shit! So he Adolf Hitler. World War Two, six million Jews all could have been stopped if one British soldier shot him that day. But he decided to let him pass. You know, it's it's really insane how you're you're sitting in war and it's it's you or him. You know. Yeah. And very rarely will you find a moment where well, the two men will, will have the same thoughts in mind. Like, I don't want to kill this guy. Like, screw this he doesn't want to kill me. What are we even fighting for, you know? like Exactly. It's like the humanity in war. Yeah, like, you know that uh, during, I think it was World War Two, it was Christmas time, and it was on the Eastern Front between the Russians and the Germans, and they're just mm-hmm. like, screw this, let's just have a day where well, we don't fight, yeah, they, and we just like... They have a football match. Yeah, they have like a little yeah. soccer match, football match. And then the next day, they just go back to fighting. And I also saw this other thing where, I think it was the Eastern Front as well, where there was like a pack of wolves that were just killing all these soldiers, right? Like from a horror movie. And so the the Mm -hmm. Russians and the Germans just decide to group up, kill the wolves, and the next day go back to killing each other. Like, it's just so bizarre. God damn. It's crazy that they just can just pause like that and then go back to killing just like that. Like... I mean, I understand, like, if there's a bigger enemy at the time, yeah. yes, let's like, team up together, but just to go right back into killing and slaughtering yeah, each other. Like they is, were trading is... cigarettes, and they were, like, just having chats, having coffee and everything, and then the next day, they killed the guy they just traded a cigarette with. Okay. Also, to get back to your point, I mean, that shows that sometimes... Being human causes further inhumanity. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, like, like, we're all the same, really. Essentially, like it's just our identities and nationalism and all that, and feeling like, hey, they're the enemies, we're the good guys. But to them, you're the enemies, and they are the good guys. Like, exactly, it really it's just like depends on perspective. Also, nobody's really that innocent, you know. Like, for example, the United States likes to think they're the the greatest country ever that saved so many millions of lives and they're the, the angels of the world, which is not really the case. I mean, yeah, they've done a lot of good, but they've also yeah, neglected a lot of things. Plenty of and bad things they've done. Yeah, I mean, Very what are the only, what's things. really the only country that have dropped atomic bombs? That we dropped two on, on civilian cities. Right. I mean... And, and not <laughs> only did they just die right then, right there, but... Years later, you know, people are still had, feeling the effects of it, the radiation and all that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, those were civilians. They were yeah. not. They, they were not soldiers. 
they had absolutely nothing to do with it. I mean, imagine you're sitting in your house one day in um, Nagasaki or Hiroshima, and you get an atomic bomb dropped on you. I mean... Yeah. Like, I actually have a lot to say about that. So when I was in Berlin for spring break with mm-hmm. my school, we were at a um a bunker in Berlin, and our tour guide was giving us a description about what it was like as the bomb dropped in Japan. And she says there's stories of children walking out in the streets in disbelief of what happened. And they see, like, the Japanese, they have kind of, like, I wouldn't say sheets, but, you know, they have the the underwear that wraps around their Mm -hmm. whole lower abdomen and whatnot. Mm -hmm. There's reports that people walk out in the streets and see a cloth dragging behind a person's body and it's not actually a cloth it's the skin oh, of these people's oh bodies just God. hanging down their backs and dragging along the ground behind them just and then that's just, like that's it for them like that's they're yeah done. They're, they're, they're done they're, they're alive done. and a, like a lot of those soldiers in japan had no choice but to fight like they were yeah. like if they fight were of fighting age like the government said hey you're go kill or be killed you know yeah that's it it's like if you want to come back then you're gonna die anyway so you might as well die in battle as an honorable man yeah you know and um i was gonna say you know that the reason the u.s did it was quote unquote to save lives and i mean well, whose lives, lives did you really save i mean you saved american lives yeah but was that uh, uh equivalent retaliation for pearl harbor I don't think so. You know, I don't think that was a equivalent retaliation. I think that was way, way overkill. But I mean, you know, it's debatable that you know J- Japanese soldiers fight to the, the very end. They they yeah. fight hard as shit. Did you see that? So one a U.S. invasion. Yeah. Did you see the one story about like the J- Japanese soldier was still fighting like ten years later after World War Two ended. Like he was just he never got the word from. That that the war had ended, so so he just Jesus. continued to kill people after the war ended, and it took like his old ass, like eighty year old Japanese officers. They had to go get them from Japan and be like, "You got to tell this guy to stop fighting. The war is over. Like, chill out, dude. Stop killing people. Ooh. Stop killing civilians." Jeez, man. You know, I have I have a good story about a Japanese prisoner. I'll save it for another time. But the, the Japanese really are. Podcast. Yeah, exactly. But the Japanese really are a formidable people. I mean, they they are so determined and so so hardworking in what they want to do. Of course, I'm an American. I love America, but you gotta you gotta respect them. Yeah. All right. So I know we got off on a little tangent there, but it was interesting. I'm just going to finish up what I have written down through Hitler's life. Uh-huh. All right. So obviously, World War One breaks out in August, and Hitler, uh, as we know, he's Austrian, but yeah. he's living in Bavaria in Munich, Germany, which I think we've all been to, right? Matt, you've been there? I've been to Germany. I've I've been to Berlin. I've been to Germany. <laughs> yeah, so we've been to Germany. So he's living in Bavaria in Germany, um, but he's Austrian. So he tries to sign up for the Bavarian army, but like uh-huh. you can't, you're not allowed to do that, right? Right. So they're like, nah... You can't. So they send him back to Austria. He doesn't want to fight for the Austrians because, he, quote unquote, I guess, 
too many mixed races, which I guess is very uh very Hitler of very Hitler. <laughs> yeah, very, very Hitler. Hitler. Very Hitler. Right. So, anyways, he fails the physical exam. You know, imagine a man that killed six million Jews fails the physical exam to join the Austrian <laughs> what army. A noob. <laughs> yeah, such a noob. And he goes back to Bavaria, like joins the Bavarian army while he's in Munich. And somehow, through like a administrative error, he like joins. Like in nineteen twenty-four, uh, they're like looking at the records. They're like, Adolf Hitler should not should have not been be- in the German army. <laughs> like this should not have happened. <laughs> We, wait a minute. We could have prevented this. Yeah, what we, happened here? We prevented, because you know, a lot of what Hitler saw during World War One shaped his beliefs. So, like, <laughs> maybe World War Two and all that that happened could have been stopped if a stupid error Dang, on the Bavarian crazy. army could have stopped that. Anyways, so when he was in the German army during World War One, he served as a dispatch runner on the Western Front in France and Belgium, which I guess if you don't know what a dispatch runner is, they just run messages from, like, the mm-hmm. back HQ to the front. Uh, like, they had telephones back then, but, you know, with all the destruction, they used, like, copper yeah. wires, like, the wires would sometimes and it get destroyed. It, yeah, it uh, wouldn't work. Yeah, so he would just be that guy that would run a message to the front line and go all the way back. So, he like, he lived in pretty much comfort, honestly. He didn't really, I mean, he did get wounded a few times. Like, he was involved in with some battles, like the Somme. I know he, and I, am I pronouncing this right? Pasha Zendeli? Pasha, how do you spell it? Uh, dude, it's so long, I don't know. But anyways, he was like, <laughs> he was in some big battles. And uh, the Somme, I think he was shot, he was wounded there in like his left thigh. Uh... And while he was fighting on the front lines, he, you know, like, Hitler loved his dogs. Right? He had the German Shepherd during World War II. Right. Mm-hmm. He adopted this little, like, I, could, I couldn't find out what kind of, kind of dog it was, but it looks like a like a Jack Russell Terrier. So anyways, like, okay. wherever he went, that dog would go. So, like, imagine, like, a 20-year-old Hitler running a message through, like, no man's land with this like Jack Terrier next to him like like a Disney movie (laughs) like come on come on come on boy come on boy let's go anyways yeah let's go go gas millions of Jews yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, but uh, so he was the dog actually got stolen which is kind of sad that's probably what made him such an angry person was that a motive (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think it was so like he was like those Jews did it yeah Blame the Jews for stealing his dog, and he's like, he's like the John Wick. <laughs> he stole my dog, oh and I kill all the Jews. <laughs> that is, oh, that's horrible. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, like uh, another, he, he honestly like his regiment was like thirty six hundred. No, his regiment was two hundred and fifty, and by the end of the war, it was like down to forty two. So, could have died there. Also, he was in a battle with like thirty six hundred men. Only 611 Germans survived. Could have died there. But he didn't. He persevered. Many, many, many times. times. <laughs> he uh, he got a lot of medals for bravery and just being like a good dude all around, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I was about to say, I, I, I've heard some rumors that uh, Hitler was a sweetheart. I don't know. Yeah, he was like an artist. Like during his downtime when he wasn't running with his Jack Terrier to deliver messages. He was like, do like watercolors of the landscape. Like he was kind of a sweet dude. He's a softie. Yeah. He has a soft heart. In no way, in no way are we condoning any of Hitler's actions. Yeah, yes, do he, not support he, he Adolf Hitler. We do not. But he, I guess he was the sweetheart. 
Jews probably didn't think so, but definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, funny enough, one of his one of the medals he got, I think it was if I read this where I remember it correctly, it was like one of the kind of more prestigious medals that he got was the officer that recommended it to him. Like he get it, it was actually Jewish. So, and he's, and, uh, the Jewish guy, I, I think they like each other. Like, uh, I think they were like on good terms. Uh, a good Jew? yeah, he was a good Jew. Yeah. I think I saw something else like in world war two, maybe I'm probably wrong about this, but one of someone close to Hitler, one of his officers or something was like a gay Jew or something. And like Hitler was cool with it. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I I it's been I don't so know long. though. Like this is the thing though. I, I don't I don't think he was completely crazy, right? No. I mean, if he hated the Jews, he was convinced that they did something wrong. At least I believe so. But it could have been false, but he just would have been convinced of that. So if somebody was close to him that was competent and did their job and was effective with what they did, um I don't know, maybe he maybe he saw past that for just one one see. case. Maybe it was like I'm not seeing anything. I don't know about this. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the the slave owners in, in America that you know some some Very black true. people would be more preferable to them than others. Some slaves, and I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give Hitler any any leeway here, but I mean, maybe maybe that was the case the case for him. Yeah, could have been. Um, okay, so then a month before the armistice in 1918 in November, so it was in October, Hitler is, Adolf Hitler is blinded by mustard gas. So he gets hit by some mustard gas, he gets blinded, he's sent to a hospital, right? So then for like the next month before the armistice, he's in the hospital, he's recovering. He gets better, and then he hears about the news that Germany's defeated, you know, they gave up, they're like, he's mm-hmm. like, screw this, and then, this is by his own account, I don't know if this is true or not, but he suffered another bout of blindness, so upon hearing that Germany lost, he went blind again. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's his account, I don't know if that's true or not, I mean, we've I mean, heard some scandal. Yeah. yeah, we've already heard about the dancing plague, but I mean, what else could have happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I might as well just go blind again since yeah. Germany lost. This is so angry. Blinded by rage. Could have pushed him over the edge. Oh, yeah. Okay, looking at what are we, 45 minutes. Okay, yeah, not bad. Um, That's that's actually all I got, honestly. Just had a few notes. It's a good topic. Yeah, uh, looking to wrap up this week's podcast. So I think we had a good mark, about 45 minutes. Got a lot in. A lot of good topics. So we talked about Matt, uh, Animal Crossing. Learned Animal a lot. Crossing, I will, I will have a new topic next week for yep, us. That's right. Amr, your topic, uh, very interesting. Dancing dancing Plague, yeah. And then Adolf Hitler in World War One. So join us next week yeah. where we have a different podcast. <laughs> thank you, Bird Dog. Very, very good podcast. Thank you, Bird Dog. Bird Dog, uh, thank you. You guys want to plug anything? Um, we do not have an ad this week, yeah. but maybe in the coming future we might. Maybe bird dog socks. Bird socks, maybe. 
get a sponsor. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, make sure to. I mean, if you're listening to it, we do live stream the podcast on Twitch. Upload Twitch. to YouTube. Yeah, we upload to YouTube. Uh, also, we will be available on Spotify and iTunes. We're available on Podbean. Uh, yeah. So that's all I got. You guys good? Yeah, I think we're yeah. good. Thank you for Take tuning in good, to the Secret Chat podcast. Yes, next week we'll have new topics to discuss. Next Wednesday we will be live streaming it uh, Twitch TV slash the Secret Chat podcast. Check us out.